and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, a wrap-up of Season 2, Part 3. I watched all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, and I brought no... You're not supposed to watch it all. talk about. That's not what this week is. I didn't know how much longer I had alive. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the solution is not to just watch 35 or whatever episodes of an anime. No, the solution is to die. (laughs) That's always yeah. The no, I haven't. I have. I have not watched any of it yet. Actually, I had intended to, but I did not get around to it. So well, that's fine because but... this week we're just here talking about our general thoughts on part three, Stardust Crusaders, season two of the anime. Oh, good. I did. I did watch all of that. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Hmm. Hmm. There's no way to tell for. There's no way to tell, but I think I did. Okay. So overall, what would you say, like, how would you summarize your thoughts on this part? It's all right. It's all right? All right. Uh, I liked part three a whole lot. Uh, You know, it's very structured in the sense that you have a real Monster of the Week thing going on. And in that regard, it arguably goes on for far too long yeah uh there is an excessive amount of episodes in this thing uh which may be partly due to the fact that like iraqi wanted to do tarot cards at first and then when they actually got to egypt it couldn't just be okay now they fight the final boss it then had to shift over to egyptian gods so i wonder how much of that is just iraqi having to work within the confines of a number that's already established uh I don't think but any, it, because I feel like they could have just gotten to Egypt and then fought Dio. I suppose. It it does drag on in a few places. Not all of the stand users are interesting. Yeah. Like, you have some, some really have, strong ones, and then some that's just like, why uh, even bother? For every vanilla ice you have in Alessi. Yeah. Or, um... What, Empress... The tumor arm. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's that's great. That's one of the best episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Period. Yeah. Uh, but then you got like a Wheel of Fortune, which isn't really as good. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, the the stand rules are still definitely being sort of figured out during the course of part three. So there's a lot of inconsistencies, which is something that we sort of were already prepared for coming out of part one and part two, which I feel had way more inconsistencies with 
the rules of Haman. Yeah. Uh, but it also was just like a lot more fun. You know, I, mm -hmm. I think having that longer episode count actually gave the characters a lot more room to kind of grow. Okay. I guess so. I mean, I kind Horror of... Ref. Well, yes. We get to see all of the toilet-based adventures of Polnareff. Yeah. Like, this was honestly great, if only for Polnareff and Joseph Joestar. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think all these characters get some amount of development except for Jotaro, really. Yeah. Like, Jotaro a, gets all of his development... Like, it, Jotaro gets his development in the gap between parts three and four. Like, he just shows up in part four, and he's like, oh, I'm an actual character now? It's weird. Uh, the final fight with Dio, I think, is both good and bad. I don't like the ass pulling behind Jotaro developing a whole new power at the most convenient point in time. But the actual, like, pacing and sequencing of that fight is really good. Even though it lasts for about four episodes, it doesn't quite feel like it's ever really dragging on. Mm -hmm. And every character accomplishes something. You know, Abdal saves Iggy and Polnareff, which allows them to beat Vanilla Ice. Iggy makes a sacrifice so Polnareff can live. Kakuin figures out what Dio's stand is. Joseph relays that to Jotaro. It's actually kind of funny that the only character who doesn't really do much in the final fight against Dio or anything leading up to it is Polnareff, who stabs Dio in the head, which actively fucks up Jotaro's plan of playing possum. <laughs> yeah, but Whatever. also, like, he's kind of the only one that actually does get a hit on him other than Jotaro. That's, that's true, which is a testament to how great Polnareff actually is. Yeah. The whole road, road roller scene, like, totally get why that's iconic. Mm-hmm. That is a batshit sequence of events that plays out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, e even before this anime, obviously, like, it was just such an iconic part of the manga. Like, they made that his super move in the arcade game. Like, you you yeah. think of Dio, you think of him dropping a steamroller on someone. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just that him screaming re and making women eat babies. Like, those are the things that you remember about Tio. Well, sure. That's what everybody remembers about Dio. Um, Dio always bring two coffins Brando. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think one of the other things that I really dug about this... Uh, part was Egypt and, and setting so much of this in the middle, uh, middle East was I think a great vehicle for more of a Rocky totally read an encyclopedia like just dropping these weird dumb facts and trivia about different locations in the Middle East like you had that in um, parts one and two but nowhere near to the uh, the quantity that you have in part three yeah you know actually I've got an idea here. Uh, I'm going to go forward through the enemy stands and we'll just give our quick okay. thoughts. Like, what did you think of this one? Good, bad, you know, just real All quick. Right. Uh, let's see. I mean, other than like Kakuin, uh, Tower of Grey. It was the bug. Uh, lame, but I like that Joseph crashed a plane. Yeah. Again. He's not great, but 
it's an early one. I do like that he chopped that dude's tongue in half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Silver Chariot obviously rules. Uh, Dark Blue Moon. Yes. With Dragon. Uh, the actual stand I'm not a fan of, but I like Captain Neil. Yeah. I, I kind of agree, because the stand's just like, ah, it's a fish man. Yeah. Um, strength? Fantastic! That yep. monkey smokes, and his stand <laughs> is a boat. Yep. It's great. Agreed. Uh, Ebony Devil? <laughs> a little, little fucking weirdo dude just smashing all those, like, bottles of booze. Uh, mm-hmm. Ebony Devil's alright. Yeah, I like all- him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow Temperance? One of the best. Yep. Just a, one of the best. Just a real freak. A freak on a leash, if Ooh, you will. You understand. <laughs> That's right. Uh also, yeah. uh, how how could how could you forget? Yeah, of course. Emperor and the Hanged Man. Jay Guile has a design that I don't care for because mm. I kind of felt for who he was and what he was built up to be. His design actually feels kind of lazy. Yeah. Um. But whole horse. Whole beautiful. horse. Yes, he is the whole horse. If if there were a stand user to continually show up as a foil for our characters, whole horse. Uh, perfect. Yes. Uh, Empress, of course, we've already established. Fantastic. Yep. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune? Eh. 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 Yeah. Justice. Uh, it's in Yaba, right? Yeah, it's the big fog skull. I like her drooling all over herself and running around with scissors and, uh, (laughs) her power was pretty neat for the first part of it where it's messing with the town uh but the the other part of it where it's just sort of like uh zombie army is much less interesting yeah a lot less like less cerebral at that point mm-hmm. i mean when it starts out you know it, it's really not too dissimilar from kenny g's stand and that's kind of just forming an illusion of the town yeah um, obviously oh, we mentioned that in the episode that we recorded that that maybe would have been the more interesting angle to play up. Yeah, like if they just had to make their way through a like super fucked up town full of zombies or something just to try yeah. to get to her. And you know, if you did that, you could still have Polnareff like a toilet. Sure. You could find a way. Yeah, life finds a way to make Polnareff lick toilets. Oh. Uh, lovers? Uh... Steely Dan's a piece of shit. Yeah. But I do like his stand, Can Can dancing and going, It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Yeah. So, uh, kind of middle of the road. Okay. I, I think I agree with that. The Sun? I really liked the episode about The Sun. I thought that was sort of an interesting way to handle a stand battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual stand itself, though, not that interesting, because it's more just the backdrop to things. Well, sure. But I like that it's just like a dude in a like a little control I, yeah. room thing behind a mirror. Yes. 
the the res the resolution to that is cute. Uh huh. Death thirteen. Uh, moving on. <laughs> this I think is still probably my favorite stand in part three. It's just uh, so messed up. The stand, yes. The baby, no. Yeah, but I just oh. mean you know the concept of this clown grim reaper that enters your dream and then when you wake up you don't even remember that he attacked you is yeah really messed up Pretty good. yeah uh judgment oh god i'm trying to remember judgment was that the uh so right yeah hell to you <laughs> yep that's him yeah uh pretty good Makes those I, I think all that stuff with uh, Polnareff's sister coming back is really well done. Mm -hmm. uh, High Priestess? Uh, she's got some good hustle yeah. moving around that boat. Yeah. Like how it turns into the yeah. dials and stuff. Like it's like one of the mimics from Prey. You just gotta smack uh, everything with a wrench. Good, but not good as basically the, like, mid-game final boss, you know? Yeah, I, I I like the early part where they're on the sub and she's turning into the, the gauges and the instruments, whatever. I don't really like as much the part where uh, she turns into the rocks on the seabed and captures them. Like, it, yeah. it's a cool image, but the actual fight of that part is just she sucks them in and then Jotaro punches her teeth out. Yeah. Uh, Iggy Endow. and Endul. Uh, pretty cool. I actually thought that was a really interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of him him being super far away and just using the vibrations and the sand to figure out where they're at and the stand is yeah. interesting. Uh, here we are, Oingo and Boingo. Oh, these are just the best boys. <laughs> just the best. Yeah. They're both. Good. Both of them. Love them. Raise them as my own. Uh, would you say they are your favorite of all of part three? Ooh. Oingo might actually be. I thought the whole way that they handled that as a stand fight was awesome. I mean, yeah, it's really just comic relief. Like they, the Stardust Crusaders aren't even aware that they are a threat the whole time, but it's that probably, also kind of makes it better. Yeah, it's probably that or one of the Darbies would be my favorite. Okay, uh, Anubis. <sighs> Anubis is great. I like the way that dog shouts yata. Yeah. I like how uh, Anubis was freaking out when he was flying through the air towards that cow. Yeah. Um, Bastet and Mariah. Awesome. Yep. I thought that was a fun pair of episodes. Hey, talk about a fun pair, am I right? Hey. Ah. Oh. Ah. Ah. And then Alessi happened. Yep, there's Alessi. Um, Darby the Gambler. Hey, the Alessi we say about that one, right? Hey! Uh, Darby's fantastic. 
I thought that the, doing a the whole... The laugh you were doing sounded like Iran Murad. Just like, ha, 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 ha. Yes, they are <laughs> Oh, you should see the last episode of Who is America. It's... Oh, boy. Did they answer the question, Who is America? Well, some could say that they answered it from the beginning. Is it all of us? Well, oh, I, I hope mean, it's... Technically, yeah. Uh, Darby's one of my favorites. I thought that the whole gambling premise to that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, well, we get repeats. We get uh, Whole Horse and Boingo. Still great episodes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, you yeah. could at least I acknowledge said, it. Oh, I did. I, I might have just said it too uh, low I, for the mic. I didn't, I didn't hear it at all, so... Um, Pet Shop. Pet Shop is great. Uh, got dispatched maybe a little too early. Yeah, like, I would like Pet Shop to have come back later, sort of maybe during the final fight. Maybe give Polnareff something to do. I already know who's coming up. It's Little Darb, <laughs> tiny baby Darby man. Darb. Uh, he's great. Mm-hmm. He's good at uh, read, fake read, F-Zero. Yeah, read my soul. What do I think of this guy? Do I like him? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, you would also like these episodes if only for the level of English in Oh, That's a Baseball. Jaggers! Having to leave Oh, That's a Baseball behind is one of the hardest things about <laughs> our <laughs> Oh man, uh, though part four, there's a part of it that has the best English in this whole series. Um, uh, Kenny G? Oh, sure. Yeah, we. I, I've only uh, been Stan, talking about the uh, ones Stan. that are like in the episode titles, but sure, Kenny G. We all remember the episode Kenny G. We hardly knew him. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice is also great. Uh, I think he is one of the most intimidating stands, or has one of the most intimidating stands in this entire part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dio and the world. Uh, if I were actually counting him against everybody else, I would actually say the Dio, uh, Dio and the world might be my favorite. Oh, okay. I, I love how deranged Dio is. It is never not a hoot to just watch him on screen chewing up the scenery sure Dio is extremely charismatic yeah it is a legitimate bummer that he is dead now yeah yeah hopefully the other villains are good uh, I liked Cars I liked ACDC I liked uh, Wham yep oh, well, we will see mm -hmm. I don't know anything about Kira other than there's like multiple versions of Kira, and I don't know what the fuck that's about. Well, you'll find out eventually. That's why I sent you a Kira specific image to do point. the art for part four, and not like I specifically did not want you to just Google image search him, but you did it anyway. So, yeah, well, oops. Oops. <laughs> oh, I made a boo boo. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, was that supposed to be Tim yeah. Allen? 
Joseph Joe started doing a Tim Allen impression. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I liked part three a whole lot. I I still think I might like part two more. I actually I think I would agree with that. There's I part two's got a lot of good weird stuff that happens, but I feel like I mean part three does. Uh, part two, when it gets weird, it is still like I can't believe that this is happening. Weird. Mm. Whereas three is a lot more. This is unique and interesting, but it's not like blowing my mind with how zany it is. I think part of that is just the lower episode count for part two. That you know, it, it doesn't yeah. stretch it out as much. It's more tightly compressed. Yeah, but you know, nobody in part three turns their hand into a squirrel. Exactly. Nobody uh-huh. opens up their finger and toenails and has like. Weird vein uh, tubes well, that pop out of them. A good thing. Nobody jumps off a cliff and then is suddenly inside of a jet just flying around. <laughs> That's right. On the other hand, so, uh, part three has no psychotic. heroic Nazis. Well, true. That's something. I don't Something know. Else. It's a bit of give and take. That I, yeah, I would have to seriously sit down and think about it because I like part three a whole lot, but part two, kind of feel I might like that more. Yeah. All right. Well, and part that... one sucks. Fuck that thing. Piss <laughs> yeah. on it. You were a part one defender. Poo poo pee pee on part one. Get this garbage part out of here. Well, that's it for part, part one's three. Fine. Fine. It's fine. It's alright. That is it for part three. We're done. Next week we'll be back with the beginning of season three, part four, Diamond is Unbreakable. Which is uh the first part will only be episodes one and two. Because after that is a three part thing. So we don't want to do five at once, so we kind of have to break it up this way. I'm not a huge fan of it, but after that, things kind of even out. And then uh, gonna... Should I share my predictions for part four? Sure. What do you okay. think happens um, in part four? I think Jotaro shows up and is, like, passing down the torch to a new uh, Jojo. Um, I'm not sure how this new Jojo is going to relate to things. Like, maybe it's a... Maybe, I mean, he's Japanese, so maybe it's some sort of, like, he's a cousin or something like that. And then uh, Jotaro dies at some point. And so then Josuke is like, oh, now I really gotta, like, take up the torch. I gotta be a true Joe star. Uh, there's a guy named Kira. You mentioned some stuff about Persona 4 is a lot like this. I'm guessing there's, like, a murder mystery afoot in a small Japanese town. Uh-huh. Persona 4 is... Almost Diamond is Unbreakable, exactly. I don't know how the other stand users factor in. Uh, my assumption right now is uh, the main villain is sort of like blackmailing them into doing crimes for him. Um, uh, trying to think what else. I don't know, that's kind of my predictions for it. I want to assume Josuke lives at the end of part four. I think that we are 
maybe behind the concept of Joestar dying at the end of one of these. I think that that was part one and that we won't like carry that forward. Okay. But yeah, I, I am, I'm definitely thinking Jotaro fulfills sort of a Joseph role in this. So do you think, so you're saying you think Josuke Higashikata is actually related to the Joestars? Yeah. Okay. I do. I I think that maybe I'm not quite sure how is the thing. I don't know how that slots into everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'm guessing some sort of like he's a cousin. Maybe he's like a brother of Jotaro's. I got separated at birth. Like I I'm not quite sure, but I'm assuming they're related. Brother of Jotaro's. Yeah. Okay. Brother from another mother. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't know. Maybe just fucked some broad. I got no idea. <laughs> Something happened. I don't know. But dude's got a sick pompadour. I'm into it. He does. Everyone hates it. They all tell him he's such a fairy for having that pompadour. Well, they're fucking assholes then. It's a great pompadour. It is, actually. Why would they say about, that? Everything about Josuke's style is awesome. Everything about everybody's style in part four is awesome. You know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do an ultra-specific uh, prediction. Okay. Just based on the small town nature of it, I want to predict that there will be a stand user who is a milkman. <laughs> okay. A milkman with a stand. The milkman. That's my prediction. Like he he wants to get in close, and so he's delivering the milk every day. But he's actually got sinister desires. Man, you really have looked at uh, thumbnails for this, haven't you? I have, but no, these are genuine predictions. I am not quite sure. Okay, so that's it for your predictions for part four. And we'll be back with the first two episodes of it next week. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. The best is yet to come. I'll say that. We've stuck with it this long. Bye. I'm going to bed forever now. <laughs> <laughs>